Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Bodicey Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore. And today, we're coming to you and we're going to talk about a subject that I get a little bit frustrated about, but really more see because I see the possibilities in things. And what I want to talk to you about today is the secret curse of success. And I had a conversation with one of our absolute rock star successful members inside of our membership group. And we started having this conversation. I just haven't been able to stop thinking about it. And because it's a conversation that, that I have a lot and I see in a lot of people that I talk to. And this was, this was kind of no different. And uh, I've, I've kind of seen him go through this course over the past year and a half and where, he's, where he started from, where um, they ended up right now. And kind of that conversation that's happening in his head right now that happens in a lot of people's heads. And, and it is that one of those kind of the, the opposite side of success that we all you know, we all love having success and we all strive for success, but there's kind of an ugly side to success. And, and I want to talk to you about that today. And I call that kind of the secret curse of success. And because um, this is a, this story, I was talking to Jeff, um, Jeff Weaver, Jeff and Jessica Weaver. Um, they were some of our members in our group about a year and a half ago. And Jeff and Jessica, I remember very successful um, well off, well to do, um, doing their thing. And like I do with almost all the people that I talk to in the very beginning is I ask them a question, you know, and I ask them if good is good enough and, you know, or do they want more? And just to kind of see, because the pathway to success is easy, but what I have found is a lot of people that are, have already experienced success and you may be, maybe, you know, one of those people, I talked to a lot of our people and, they were definitely had experienced success, and I asked them if good's good enough, and it gave them pause a little bit, and they thought about it, but they definitely had a definitive answer that yes, they wanted more, and and that's what I'm looking to to hear when I talk to people because, like I said, the the framework and the process, this is a road well traveled, and there's many roads well traveled. It's not just our road, but if you want to invest in vacation homes and have success and make some money, then. This is a very well-traveled road. The, the success part is pretty easy for us at this stage. The hard part is having that conversation in our clients' minds of, do they want more? Because we actually have our clients who come to us, and they're in a pretty good position. And I'll tell you Jeff and Jessica's story and why the conversation with him at this stage made me really start thinking about this again because it's a conversation I have over and over and over again and then I just realized it kind of starts to resurface. And Jeff and Jessica contacted me about a year and a half ago and Jeff was a full-time CPA working as a corporate CPA, very successful, doing well for themselves, wanting to get into the vacation rental side of life as, as is typical with people that we talk to and maybe you're in that same position listening to this podcast obviously. And at the time, asked them that question and they said, yes, we want more. We definitively want more. We said, okay, here's the, here's the path we're going to lay out for you. They ended up coming on board, joined our program and we started plugging them into the process and they put their head down and they started grinding away and they made things happen. It wasn't always an easy road. Like I said, the frameworks there, 
the path is well traveled and the framework is is proven but there's always these little things along the way right there's these road bumps in the road and every road has these road bumps well they ended up actually finding a property where their property was on the market in um, down in uh, Gulf Coast of Florida down in Destin Florida and this is an, a white hot vacation rental market tons of people are going there early in the year and it has been white hot for many years and found this property I think at the time the average time on the market on their property was uh, or uh, average time on for properties on the market in that market particularly was about two weeks and this property had been on the market for over it was 150 days so over five months and everybody started to ignore it and it was an existing vacation rental good location but had been an existing vacation rental for eight years, never really produced very well. The, the acquisition price on the property at the time was $750,000. It was producing about, I think the, the highest gross revenue it ever produced was about $63,000. And after you factor in debt service and management fees and all the different things that go into operating a vacation rental, that's a negative cash flow property. And so that was losing money every year at, at its best. And so and everybody started ignoring this property. Well, Jeff went through our property or our process. Jessica started looking at things, and they started to recognize the opportunity. And in fact, at the time, right, lives is normal. They hadn't been in this game for very long, and they started second guessing themselves, saying, "In fact, I remember him calling me, almost embarrassed to show me the property, and saying, "Hey, Sean, we found this property. Jeff, uh, Jessica, and I have been." going through this process, we were going through it, we think we're doing something wrong because we found this property and it seems like it's a good opportunity based on your framework and system that we're, we're following, but everybody's ignoring it. This thing's been on the market for a long time, right? And so I dove into it, I looked at it, we went through, we did a property analysis on it and we started to recognize that there were some there were some things that people were ignoring, which is which is common actually in this space. There's the the way that we analyze properties, the things that we're looking at. We peel back a few extra layers of the onion, if you will, and so it is common that we start to see properties that kind of the diamonds in the rough. And I said, man, you guys, this looks like a really good property. I think this has the potential to produce way more than it is. I th it was getting, you know, the, the marketing wasn't done right on it. The property needed to be set up differently. The customer experience needed to be set up differently. All these different things needed to happen, but they were willing to do that. And so we started to make a game plan and they went and made an offer on the property, got the offer accepted. And, and, uh, it started sort of making a budget for some of the things that they were going to do to fix it up. Well, right after this all happened, they're about to close on the property and COVID happens and COVID hits and things start shutting down. And literally the day before they were start to close or close on their property, a day or two before um, they, they were going to close on their property, another roadblock happened and another, uh, another speed bump in the road um, happened and he was like man maybe this is a sign um, the banks came and said hey we're gonna we're no longer doing jumbo loans we're gonna put a pause on jumbo loans and we're no longer doing jumbo loans their loan officer called him and said if you guys want to close this you've got to close it today because literally tomorrow i can't do a jumbo loan they called up and they were like what do we do here we feel like it's a great property we're but it's our first property we're super excited but we're also like scared to death nervous and and obviously, I can't make those decisions for people. We had a good, a, ch a good chat about it, and to their credit, they decided to move forward. They, 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 follow or trusted the process, had faith in the process, and they decided to move forward. Fast forward a year, they ended up. Well, let, let's back it up. So they closed on the property. 
they ended up following their plan that they laid out. They put about $50,000 in fix-ups and furnishings and getting the property set up and then hit the ground or hit the market after they did a lot of their fix-up. They hit the market in May, right? But I think two weeks before Memorial Day and put it on the market. And they, in three days, generated over $45,000 in bookings. In three days. And keep in mind, this property had never grossed more than $63,000 in the previous eight years. And so this is a big deal. They called me. They're super excited. They're like, man, we almost recouped all of our $50,000 just in the first four days. We're super excited about this. You know, anything else we need to do. And they continued to follow the plan, plug into the process, and stay diligent with it, just put their head down. Ended up having a gross revenue. The first year they had that property, they had a gross revenue. I think that it was around, don't, and it's somewhere plus or minus this, but around $168,000. So they blew the previous eight-year record of this property just completely out of the water. And um, they netted around, I think they netted in their pocket about $70,000. They had a total of $150,000 in this property. So their cash on cash return was almost 50%. I mean, crazy high, awesome property, home run, absolute home run. But they followed this process. And they, uh, I, I actually went down and visited their property. We have a number of members down there. Uh, this is there about a year and a half into it. Um, about three months ago, I was there visiting their property and they got word from and their agent that sold them the property originally that she has a buyer for their property and they're into the property, $800,000. They got an offer or had a buyer for their property for $1.8 million. So they have a million dollars of equity if they want to sell it. And I remember being down there because I was down there with them when they got the news and we went out and we we're having some drinks and having some lunch and they're like, what do we do? I'm like, well, you know, you've got a property that cash flows really well. You're, uh, you're going to be 100% paid back on your investment within the second year. And, um, you know, you're, you're continuing to grow this. Sure, you could cash out of the million, but what are you going to do with the million? And, um, you know, they just, they, they thought about it and they're like, we're just going to put it into another property, you know? And so they're, they ended up sticking with this plan and they, they held the property this year. It's on track to do, to blow out the $168,000. They'll be well over $200,000 this year in gross revenue and be completely paid back. Amazing return for their first lifestyle asset. And the conversation that I can't get out of my head is, is we were talking and he was like, Hey Sean, you know, this has been amazing. Lifestyle assets have absolutely changed my life. And we, you know, we're, we got, we, I'm a CPA and we're verified millionaires at this stage. And we weren't even close to being millionaires. I'm going to turn 40 this next weekend and I'm going to turn 40 being a millionaire. And, and, you know, 80% of that million, our millionaire status has come in the last year and a half of what we've been able to do with our lifestyle assets. They've now, they now own another one. Um, he doesn't, he's not a CPA anymore. He works actually with us at Bodicey now, and they live on a, at a lake house on a lake. I mean, their life is great. He doesn't put on a suit and tie anymore. He's got flip-flops on. And he started having some pause and some hesitation when in this conversation. And, uh, and I, was, I was talking to him, and he said, you know, I'm a little nervous that... I'm going to mess this up. And I, and I said, what do you mean you're going to mess it up? And he said, I, you know, what if I don't perform as well as my first property? What if, you know, you know, the, the bar is set so high. What if I don't perform? I said, what if you don't perform? What if you, what if you do half as good? What if you do a quarter as good? 
I mean, you guys have just absolutely changed your life, changed the trajectory of everything you're doing. You don't want to put take the gas off the or the 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 foot off the the gas pedal right now. You want to keep moving forward. You want to ride this momentum. You now you did the hard part. The first property is the hardest one, and so and what really made me start thinking about that is so many people do that. Right. This is something that that I get so frustrated with. Have you ever talked to somebody that like for if you have kids, for example? You know, we see so much potential in our kids and sometimes we get, I know I do, I get so frustrated if they don't believe in themselves as much as I believe in them. And I talk to people all the time in this situation. We, our client base and the people, the fact that you're listening to this podcast, the fact that you've looked into buying a vacation rental tells me that you probably have some, some level of success in your life because you've got the income, the disposable income probably to purchase a lifestyle asset. The drawback of that is there's pros and cons to everything, but the drawback of, you know, if your back's against the wall, you know, you've got, you don't have nowhere to go but forward. You might have a lack of resources, but you're really resourceful, right? And so, you know, we always hear these rags to riches stories and, and we've, we, you know, we edify some of these these people that have, you know, come up from, you know, absolutely broke to, you know, doing amazing things, which those are great stories. I love those stories too. What I think is actually more difficult is having somebody that is successful and not having them let that comfort and success just be the absolute killer of what they actually want to go do moving forward. And I see that over and over and over, um, you know, and, and that's where I get frustrated. And I was, it made me think when I was talking to Jeff, it made me think of all these people that we do talk to all the time. And that's a hard sell to somebody, right? I talk to people who are making really good money and they're, they're very comfortable. And I always say that comfort is the killer of all growth. And, you know, it's where dreams go to die. That comfort zone is where dreams go to die. And it drives me crazy because, you know, you have all the resources, way more resources than somebody that's back against the wall. But that's that secret curse of success. You have the resources, but you're comfortable. You're not resourceful. And you, you start playing prevent defense, right? If you're, if you're a sports fan, whenever you watch a team that's just been killing it all game, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, football, basketball, those are, those are obvious ones that they use. we see this a lot. And they start to play the prevent defense. And sure enough, you're like, don't do that. As a fan, I'm always like, don't go into the prevent defense. You're going to lose the game. And they start to play not to lose instead of playing to win. And and unfortunately, we see that with successful people. And I have a theory, I don't know if it's true or not, but I talk to a lot of people in it. And I've come to, come to this conclusion or this theory that we, when, we're, when we're grinding it out and we're hustling and we're making something of ourselves and we're becoming successful, we're not really thinking about anything. We have these goals and we're going after them. And then one day we wake up and people are patting us on the back and people are saying, man, you've got some money in the bank or you got great credit. You can go buy things and you can do things. You know, what do you want to go do? And we start to realize our success. And what happens is we go into that prevent, right? We start to say, well, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to, you know, now that I, now that I recognize my success, I want to sit here and I want to, I want to just chill out. And that's where people, that to me is the curse of success because it takes a lot to say, okay, do I want more? And it takes a lot to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take that step to that next level. I'm going to go into the unknown. I'm going to become uncomfortable again. I'm going to do some things that might scare me. And 
because when we're successful, we feel like we have more to lose. And in my opinion, we have way more to lose by not continuing that trajectory, right? Not continuing that same attitude that got us to where we are today and having those same goals and ambitions and moving forward. And instead, I see so often and and it, I get so just bugged by it when I talk to somebody and I, I just am like, you have so much potential. You've got all the resources. You're, you've got the framework and process laid out right in front of you. You say you want to do this, yet you're not doing anything. And it, you know, life gets in the way. And the more successful you are, the more you will justify being busy right? Life is never going to be less busy. I promise you, there's always going to be something going on. You have to decide what your priorities are, whether that's vacation homes or investing in lifestyle assets or not. But I can't tell you how many conversations I have that people say, man, I've been thinking about this for years, Sean, and I'm so glad now that I was able to do it. It's like, you could have done it years ago. Maybe you didn't have the process of the framework. You would have, you, you could have moved forward and somebody was going to come into your life. And when you have those opportunities, if you say you want to do something, if something is a priority, take it and keep running with it. Even if you have that success and you're worried that you might mess up, it, that, you're not going to mess up. You're, you're successful for a reason. You got to where you're at for a reason. You were, have been, we've all been resourceful in the past. We've had to be resourceful. We didn't give up. Now, don't get to the point where you, you're sitting on the success and don't let that curse of success be the killer of your dreams. You know, continue to move forward. You know, and, it, and like I said, it's really easy to move forward when your back's against the wall. You don't have, you don't have any, anywhere else to go other than just to stay at the bottom. But it's hard when things are good. And in, you know, like the book, Good to Great, right? There's very, there's a lot of good companies. There's very few great companies. There's a lot of good players. There's very few great. There's a lot of successful people. There's very few that make it to that next level because once you have a certain level of success, there's nothing that you have to do, right? You don't have to go buy a lifestyle asset. You don't have to go invest in anything. You don't have to go, you know, continue to get better at your job or your business or anything else. You can, you can coast it out, but I don't want to coast it out on going downhill again. To me, that is that is so not attractive, and I don't think it should be for you either. I want you to look in the mirror and just ask yourself. That's my challenge to you in, in this episode is to ask yourself, is, is good good enough? And if it is, you know, go grab your margarita and, and ride off into the sunset and, you know, figure out what you're going to do for the next however, however long. But if good's not good enough, do you want more? What is that more? And start moving forward toward that, right? That's the, that's the, that's what I, I challenge you to do. And you, you want to start moving forward today. There's never been a better time to do it, right? The sky is not going to open up at some stage. And, you know, I hear people all the time say, you know, Sean, I really want to do this. Can you help me? But, you know, I, I, I just can't do it now because I'm so busy. I've got this going on and that going on. I got this vacation. I've got this kid, you know, soccer tournament coming up and this and that and the other. And before, you know what, two months from now when they say they want to start it, then in, the, in two months they've got another tournament. And then they've got another job that, that's going to be happening. And every, the sky, I promise you, is not going to open up and deliver you more time. And so if you say you want to do it, you start moving forward toward it, whether that's this or anything else. Just challenge yourself to say, I'm not going to let comfort kill my dreams. I'm not going to let that comfort zone and my level of success 
scare me to where I'm worried about messing up. I'm not going to let it stifle and, and stop me in my tracks. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to start playing prevent defense here. I'm not going to start stalling out and running down the shot clock every time instead of taking a shot and being aggressive. I'm going to stay aggressive and I'm going to keep my foot on the gas pedal and I'm going to continue to move forward. You don't have to run a marathon every day. You can go take a couple steps, right? You don't have to paint a canvas, a masterpiece every day. You got to put a couple couple strokes on the canvas every day. And so it's that just just start moving forward. So I challenge you, just ask yourself the question, is good good enough? And do you want more? And if the answer is yes, Start figuring out and prioritizing what that more is. And even if it's just small steps every day, even if it's just just moving forward, don't ask yourself or even allow yourself that question to creep in to say, you know, I think I'm just going to sit here because everybody thinks I'm pretty good right here. I feel pretty good right here. And I'm pretty busy. You know, there's a lot going on. And so I'm not going to move forward. And, you know, there, you, you have so much more inside of you we all do and that's why i can say you do because we all do we can all continue to progress we can all continue to move forward but don't let that that silent curse or that secret curse of success stifle you and put and stop you in your tracks so you know the more comfortable you are the easier it is to justify like i said and so if you're if you look in the mirror and you feel like you've been comfortable then great maybe i've done maybe i maybe i've at least inspired you to ask a different question inspired you to possibly move forward and that's my goal for today's podcast and so guys as always i appreciate you listening and you you guys are always the best part of this show if you got anything out of it please share it and review it ask us a question we'll get them answered um you know those the shares and reviews they are a big deal to us and it it is a a, a great thank you to us for getting on and doing the show and and taking the time here and so we really hope it's impactful and we more than anything i want to inspire you to ask yourself different questions and and hopefully if you are interested in investing in vacational homes and going and in fact go check out my book my book's on amazon now what the hell is a lifestyle asset you all can go access my book it's on amazon um, if you're part of our world inside of our um, email on our email list somewhere if you're not you're, you will give you an option to get free plus shipping instead of having to buy it on amazon but you can always go download it on amazon today go give us a review it shows you and breaks down our entire framework and so go check out our book and Go check us out on Instagram, realshawnmore.com, or I always say .com. I don't know why. Sorry, I'm not an Instagram guy, so I always, I always finish Instagram with .com. I know it's at realshawnmore on Instagram, and uh, we're starting up our new YouTube channel, and uh, as always, you can check in and, and chime into these podcasts and uh, go read the book, and we'll continue to come at you and we'll share our framework, share our process, but more importantly, hopefully inspire you to chase your dreams, inspire you to do the things that you want to do and live that life of saying, you know, I'm glad I did instead of I wish I had. And so guys, go make it a great day. That's a wrap for today's episode. I appreciate you all and we'll plan on seeing you here same time, same place next week. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.